Welcome to another episode of Ordinary Celebrity. I'm excited about this episode. It is Thanksgiving week and uh, family's been in town and today you're going to get a chance to get to know my son, Sam Noble, a little bit better. Sam, welcome to the podcast. I know you've been eager to be on it. I know, I've been waiting for this day that you would ask the biggest celebrity you know to be on your podcast. I know, this is going to be phenomenal. It's going to go viral. Mm -hmm. Um, So today we're going to talk about three different things. We're going to talk about fantasy football. Wonderful. We're going to talk about your nickname, Bear. My former nickname, okay. Okay, and then we're going to talk about what you do for a living. You serve on staff with Young Life in the Charlotte area. Indeed. So we're going to talk about what it's like to do campus ministry, uh, student ministry, in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. All right, so let's begin with talking about fantasy football. So I'll frame this up. Sam started a fantasy football podcast with two of his friends three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. and has gotten quite a bit of traction, and uh, they do a podcast about weekly. Uh, they're overdue for one right now, but um, Sam uh, was introduced into fantasy football by his father, which happens to be me. Yes, that's true. Um, I learned how to play fantasy football in 1992 from Kevin Weezer. Oh, that was 91. I think it's been 92. I'm mm-hmm. not. You know, it may be 91. It's all a lie if it's not 91. That's terrible. And our entire podcast we started is based off of Everything a is built on a house of cards. Yeah. Well, um, so Sam's gotten pretty proficient at fantasy football. He's actually won a trophy or a half trophy along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam, talk to me about how you decided to do a fantasy football podcast. When I was a junior in college, I was probably four and four or three and three. I was right at 500 during the middle of one of the fantasy football seasons with my college friends. I'm the commissioner of my league with all my college friends, and we've been doing it for probably five years now. And it was our first year doing it, and I decided that I did not want to lose for bragging rights, and I did not want to be made fun of for losing. So I started taking fantasy football super seriously, and the first thing I did, I love podcasts, I love listening to podcasts, was I looked up fantasy football podcasts. And little did I know, there's a podcast out there called the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, and they have hundreds of thousands of listeners. It's like this giant community that you would never know about unless you're looking for it. Who does that podcast? It's these three guys. Their names are Andy, Mike, and Jason. They live in Arizona. There's, I'm not trying to – I guess it's a free plug for them. I don't know them at all. They don't know who I am. But they're Not having, yet they don't. They don't know. They, yeah, they don't yet. I follow them on Twitter. They don't follow me, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, they're great. And that just kind of was the – I guess the gateway drug for getting into the Facebook community and – I created a separate Twitter account this last season, not this season, uh, last year, that I only follow fantasy football people on it, and I would tweet about fantasy football stuff. And then during the summer, I started talking about doing a fantasy football podcast, and then I had a friend who mentioned, or he DM'd me on Instagram. He's like, hey, if you're really doing this, I want to do it with you. I've wanted to do this for a couple of years. So we're like, okay, let's do it. So we just went in and then we had another friend who was like, Hey, I'll do it too. And the three of us were like, well, let's do it. So we have a little fantasy football podcast we've been doing. We started doing two episodes a week and then we realized that doing that along with our full-time jobs is a lot harder to do. So then we went back to one episode a week and then now things have been busy with the holiday and with work and stuff. So we are a little overdue. We're two weeks behind right now, but probably next week we'll get back on it. So, uh, I mentioned earlier, Kevin Weezer was the guy that mm-hmm. got me into fantasy football. And Kevin and I have a long history together. So, Kevin, I hope you get a chance to listen to this podcast. But um, 
we were in a league at one time called the Stink Baby League because everyone complained and whined in it all the time. So we yeah. got into the Stink Baby League. Then we created a Weevil League, which is where you finally moved into yeah. fantasy football. You remember how old I was when that happened? I do not. I was eight. You were eight. I was eight. And I'm, I would be shocked if your friends were not pissed for letting me in as an eight-year-old into this adult man. How would you feel if there's an eight-year-old in your league today? I would not let it happen as the commissioner of the league. I would say, no, your eight-year-old kid cannot be in our baseball league. I gave you a shot, and now look at where you are today. I'm pretty sure I won. Not your first year. Not the first year. No, 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 no. 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 But well before I was 12, I won. What happened was, you didn't realize it, but we created another league that you got to be in, and we all agreed to let you win it that year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got two buddies, uh, Matt and Ian. Ian. That's right. Uh, Who do this this fantasy fantasy (laughs) (laughs) podcast with you. Uh, and strangely enough, you invited me to be in a league with you guys. I, you just, you're dying to bring this up. I am. Yeah. I am. Go and ahead. I have beat all three of you guys. Yeah. And I have, I've been mentioned on the podcast. Multiple times. Really? Yeah, multiple times. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, so you don't listen to our podcast. Well, it hadn't gotten you very far. <laughs> uh, so what do you enjoy most about fantasy football? Um... Just that it can be something that you just do for fun and that it's just a brainless thing, but it can also be something that you take super seriously and can potentially win a lot of money off of it if you play in a money league with friends or money league with coworkers or end up doing something like daily fantasy sports through FanDuel or DraftKings. It's just kind of one of those things that you can choose to do a lot of effort one week and then no effort the next week and still have fun regardless. Yeah. So it's just like one of those – it's a very freeing hobby to have of like – Okay, I'm free this week. Let's let's get, let's try really hard this week, and then next week if I'm free, then we'll do it again. But if not, then it's not a big deal, and it's fun regardless. Well, I'm sure there's some fantasy footballers listening to this. Um, we're winding the season down. Yep. Who've been three surprise players for you this year? For me, uh, the biggest one is James Robinson, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's an undrafted free agent. He just undrafted rookie. He came out of nowhere. Leonard Fournette got traded at the beginning of the season. People were trying to guess between uh, James Robinson, this other guy, Devano Zigbo, and then Chris Thompson, an old running back that used to play for the Redskins. They were trying to guess which of those three were going to be the starting running back, and James Robinson ended up being the starting running back. And quick little statistic for you, James Robinson has six games this year where he has had 100% of his team's rushing share, meaning he's gotten every single rushing attempt on his team. Six That's games. pretty phenomenal. Second place is a guy named Joe Mixon who has two games, and he's also missed the past six weeks of the NFL. So James Robinson's been a massive surprise this year. Okay. Um, that's the big one. I mean, OBJ going out for the year was a big surprise. That kind of sucked. Um, Dak Prescott going out for the year, that also was a big surprise. He was my he was my baby this year. I was all in on him in pretty much every league, which kind of sucked. But I listened to this fantasy football podcast early on that recommended I draft Dak Prescott, which I did. And those first couple weeks, he it paid off, didn't it? It did. It then really he, did. Then he got his ankle broken. Then he got his ankle broken. Yeah. Well, we won't mention the fact that I am still leading the league. Uh, no. We won't mention that at all. But um, we also won't mention the other league where you're in dead last. It, we mentioned that. And I'm in first. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We won't mention that one, though.
So Sam, what are a few ways that people can find your fantasy football podcast? Well, Twitter's a big one. We're really active on Twitter, all three of us. So you can follow all of our Twitters are super casual and easy to find too. So mine is at Sam FFB. Somehow that was available. So I, I snagged it. Sam FFB on Twitter. And then Matt and Ian's Matt is at Alkiza FFB. And that's A-L-Q-U-I-Z-A. He has a funny last name, FFB. And then Ian's is Ian B underscore FFB. We all have our own little fantasy football Twitters. And then the the podcast itself is called the My Fantasy Football Podcast. All one word? All Well, My Fantasy is one word, and then Football Podcast are two words. Gotcha. My Fantasy Football Podcast. You can find it on Anchor, Spotify. Anchor, yep, all that stuff. Google Podcasts, all Apple the, Music. All everything. the podcast internetings. Yeah, yeah. Podcast.com, awesome. if that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sam, so let's shift topics for a moment. Uh, I can remember driving with you down to Charlotte, North Carolina for your first year in college. Yeah. And we had this conversation about, uh, you know, you can be a new person when you go to college. Yeah. Uh, you can tell everybody you have a nickname. Yeah. And you did. You chose a Well, nickname. it was your idea. Okay, it was. Don't try to pin on me. My friends have tried this for so long, trying to pin it on me that I gave myself this nickname. Well, it was a great name. And you actually scratched out your name on your dorm door. Because uh, you told me to. Okay, true, true. And so you became known as Bear. Yes. Uh, why was, how did that come to be? Well, you peer pressured me into it, first of all. Okay. So that's, that's 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the time I was, well, not at the time, I'm still a large human uh, I was a large human, except I had very long hair. It was, what was it like? Down to it was past my neck at this point, right? It was. It was atrocious. It was. It was gross. I was also very hairy, chest hair, back hair. Still are. Still are. Um, I'm not, by the way, for anyone curious. Yeah, great, great little tidbit of information for everybody. Uh, and when I was a senior in high school, in the fall of 2014. I was deer hunting with a good friend, Adam Wilson. Shout out to Adam if you're out there. Uh, we were deer hunting, and I did not have a tree stand at the time, so I was sitting underneath a bush, and we hear this giant stampede. It sounded like multiple footsteps just run up on me, and I look over my right shoulder, and I see this black object running up behind me, and it was probably the distance from us to this bush right here, and it was looking straight at me, and it was a black bear. It wasn't a big black bear. It was probably two or three years old. It wasn't very big. wasn't fully grown. But still, it's a black bear this far away. It's pretty terrifying. And I took my bow and I shot it stupidly out of reaction. Didn't really know if I had a bear tag or not. You know, I just shot it out of quick reaction and killed a bear, had him into a rug. And that's how it all started was the, the bear that I killed. I remember when you guys came back to the house i think it was adam's truck yeah and you said hey dad come out here and look at the what we got and we walked downstairs yeah you are expecting to be a deer yeah and we there's this bear in the back of the truck <laughs> and so that's where the nickname came from yeah but it had it took yeah it did it took hard yeah i mean people, people called you bear there's still people to this day that only know me by bear so and my instagram name is still the noblest bear which that's just kind of a, a branding thing more than anything. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
Sam, you grew up in Blacksburg, and mm-hmm. you were very active in Young Life. I was. And it kind of inspired you to uh, want to get involved with Young Life when you went to college as a, as a leader. Mm-hmm. I think you actually chose the Charlotte area. Yeah. Because of a healthy Young Life presence there. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, so you've been leading Young Life. Now you're on staff in Young Life in Salisbury, North Carolina. And uh, we're in the... Salisbury. Never heard it called that before. Well, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> What do you call the steak? Salisbury steak. No, you do not call it that. <laughs> what do you call what it? What do you do? You seriously call it that? Medium rare? No. I don't know. Salisbury. 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 Is it spelled S-A-L-S? No, it's S-A-L-I-S. But Salisbury. Do we say everything the way that it's spelled here in English? Not all the time. Okay. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> so you're on staff in Salisbury, North Carolina, which is also the home of Food Lion. Food Lion ants. Um, Apple computers. No, Cheerwine, the soft drink. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You've been leading in a difficult time yeah. uh, in 2020. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how things have dramatically changed and how you're able to do ministry with students. Yeah. Well, it kind of differs from area to area. Um, our area has kind of taken the approach of We are a religious group, and we can, if we want to, we can have those religious exemptions that governments have put in place for uh, religious gatherings and stuff like that. But in a way, our group, our county, we've kind of decided as a a Young Life area to not take those exemptions and kind of in the best way possible try our best to respect our community and care for our community in different ways that other people aren't. Um, So we have kind of really taken a, a deep pause on large group gatherings, um, having typical Young Life clubs and Young Life campaigners. Um, so we're not having, before we would have probably 100 to 150 kids at a Young Life club, and now we're just not doing a club at all, which looks a lot different. We had one outdoors this past week, and that was really, really fun. We had did some turkey bowling, bought some whole chickens and some bowling pins, and we bowled with a chicken uh, and called it a turkey, and that was fun. <laughs> Played some songs, and then... At the end, my boss, Susan, she got up and shared the gospel in front of kids, and that was fun. And uh, But it's been really challenging. It's it's changed a ton, and we're not doing that as often. Uh, but our main focus, I guess, to, to summarize it all, is that we have been just going as deep as we can with what, is, what we have already. Um, Young Life is for lost kids and kids that don't know Jesus would never step foot in a church or have been hurt by the church or have been run out of the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what our outreach is to, to kind of share the gospel with them and help them go in their faith. Um, and we just aren't able to do that because schools aren't letting us in their, in their doors right now. And there's no sports to go to and all this. So there's not really a chance to go and meet these new kids who are lost, uh, who we would call lost kids. So with the ones we have, we're kind of shifting our focus to deep, deep discipleship with them and living life one-on-one with them rather than chasing after the lost in a way, because it's just really hard right now and changing a lot. That sounds incredibly challenging. I mean, I mean, the schools themselves are not meeting yeah. like they normally would, right? Yeah, not at all. Um, the schools in Rowan County where we're at is half of the students go Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, everybody's online. And then Thursday and Friday, the other half of the students go. And it's split by last names, like A through N and then O through Z. So what are some... Um, special God moments that you've seen over the past several months as you've been working with students? Yeah. um, 
So two of the guys that I've gotten to go really deep with are my good friends, Hayden and Matt. They're seniors at Carson High School in uh, China Grove, North Carolina. And Hayden and Matt both went to summer camp in 2019 to a place called Saranac in upstate New York. Hayden actually gave his life to Christ there. And through this past year in 2019, going into 2020, before all the coronavirus stuff, Hayden and Matt and I got to go super close, and Hayden got to grow in his faith, and he became a leader. And Hayden started going to church again. And it's kind of a long story. I'll try to make it as short as I can. But essentially, Sydney and I had also been looking for a home church, and Hayden told me that I should get to know his youth pastor at his church that he started, that he started going back to. So I reached out to his youth pastor, and we got coffee, and little do I know that Grant is his youth pastor. Grant's from Harrisonburg, just up the road, an hour and a half away, has Young Life experience, loves Young Life, models his ministry after Young Life, is all about lost kids coming to church. And so he has their youth group, but we don't call it a youth group anymore. It's just, it truly is a youth ministry. And they're having 250, 300 kids come a week to their youth, to their youth ministry. And they call it midweek. And he stands up there and he gives a gospel proclamation. Um, and since July, I think they've seen over a hundred kids come to start a relationship with Jesus, which is just incredible. Amazing. And I've gotten to get to plugged in and Grant's just kind of, He's essentially just said, yeah, you're welcome. Like, you're welcome here regardless. Like, what what age group is going to be best for you to be plugged into? And I was like, freshman guys. So I'm a freshman guy, small group leader, and I've got to see some of those guys give their life to Christ. And the coolest one is Matt, who I was just talking about, his little brother, Daniel. Uh, Daniel was a pretty outspoken atheist or agnostic. I don't think he really knew what he was, but... Mm-hmm. He's a pretty outspoken atheist or agnostic, and he gave his life to Christ a couple months ago. So that was just through that church's uh, youth group. So that was pretty cool to get to witness and see, and he's a sophomore now. So That's awesome. What church is it? It's called Charity Baptist Church. Charity Baptist yeah. Church. That's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so what are the plans for Young Life after the holidays? It's a great question. And, you know, if, if I knew the answer, I'd tell you. <laughs> we're just, so you guys are on pause with everybody else. Just we are... To- yeah, we're the plan is right now going back from Thanksgiving between Thanksgiving and December, trying to do a couple more outdoor events so that we can kind of socially distance and follow those guidelines the best we can, um, and offer some more gospel proclamation. Because as great as it is to get involved in this church, we also just are being realistic and knowing that there's still kids that would never step foot in a church's youth group or anything church related. Um, so we're challenging our friends that we're going deep with to invite their friends who wouldn't do that and come to a Young Life event and come stand outside and watch a Christmas movie with us and hear about Jesus in a new way. Um, so we're doing that and doing outside events, weather permitting, hopefully. It doesn't really get cold in Salisbury, so we'll see. It has been so much fun getting to visit with you and especially allowing my podcast audience, the millions of them that listen in, opportunity trillions now opportunity to uh, meet you sam i'm incredibly proud of you thankful for you Um, the way that you lead your life is really truly an inspiration and as i think about ordinary celebrity you get overlooked sometimes Uh, you one of those people that you're just faithful you're consistent you're positive you're insightful but i enjoy this moment of getting to celebrate you a little bit you helped me through getting a podcast started, you know, Mm -hmm. tell me what mic to get and some other things. Um, But tell me what you like about the concept of ordinary celebrity. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great idea. Um, 
kind of just what you say at the beginning of every episode is that there's a reason to celebrate everybody. Um, I'm a big believer in not being super attached to celebrities. I mean, like true celebrities that we see. I think that you, you say it even that they're just ordinary people at the end of the day and they need to eat, they need to sleep, they need to drink, all, all the things that we need to do, like they need to do too. And I think it's like, I think us attaching to celebrities in such a way as just shows our need for relationship with people, with people that are like us and people that are not like us. So I love that this really brings out the kind of attractiveness and why we should be in a relationship with each other and not really attach ourselves to certain celebrities. I love the idea behind it of getting to know people deeper in a way that they're a celebrity to us and we never even really knew it. And that they're also ordinary to us and we never really knew it. Well, Sam, thanks so much for taking some time over this Thanksgiving break to be on my podcast. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks again for listening to the Ordinary Celebrity Podcast. Make sure you go to anchor.fm to check out the show notes where you can get links to Sam's Fantasy Football Podcast, Rowan County Young Life, and also his social media links so you can follow him there. And if you have any comments about any of the shows, please leave a voice message there at anchor.fm so I can include it in the next podcast. Until then, remember, everyone is an ordinary celebrity.